Hey guys, welcome to a fire episode of Taylor Radio. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how the left believes the government is God and how a rational revolution is not possible with traditional democratic values. So listen up, listen up and listen good. Follow me at tstouch.com. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram at Taylor Radio. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, tstouch1. Thank you and have a good one. So I have had a revelation as to why radical left-wingers and honestly a lot of Democrats, not all Democrats, but a lot of Democrats are obsessed just quite honestly obsessed with government action and why government is needed to do all things. Now, of course, there's problems with Republicans, conservatives. I don't like to use Republicans anymore because there are so many piece of shit Republicans. Um, but, uh, you know, especially we've had a lot of Republicans that have really allowed this craziness that has engulfed our country to start and continue. So I, you're not going to find me defending a bunch of Republicans. But here's what I will say is what I have noticed is, for example, people will – I just read a tweet from a guy named Ethan Klein, and he is the host of the H3 podcast. It's a big podcast, influential, but he made a comment about how somebody tweeted something about how they lost their insurance and they got cancer and the question now is whether you know they go bankrupt um, and risk their family's financial health or they just – let the, they just die. Now, of course, you know, is that truly the situation? Did they exhaust all options? I don't know. I can't speak to that. It's a sad story regardless. Now, Ethan Klein um, responds with – and it's so interesting. It's such a naive point of view. Um, it's such a left-wing, wealthy left-winger point of view. And he says, oh, I would pay – I would gladly pay higher taxes if I never had to see something like this again. I would pay higher taxes if I never had to see something like this again, which is super ironic because he's in California, which has like some of the highest taxes in the entire country, and the whole state is falling apart. The entire state is falling apart. People are leaving San Francisco. People are leaving Los Angeles. The fucking uh, the a big part of the country was on fire. People like Joe Rogan left, and he you know Joe Rogan had been bitching about taxes for years, and um, you know but he was still staying there. But he was like you know it was funny him and I don't remember who his guests were. I think in the last several podcasts Joe Rogan has mentioned multiple times multiple times on his podcast that like you know where's the tax money going you know what i'm saying like everyone's paying so much fucking money in taxes where's the tax money going so i responded to ethan klein and just said hey that's nice that's a great sentiment great sentiment but it's naive that's a naive point of view because look at california you guys have the highest taxes in the country you've got homeless encampments everywhere so 
Where, what is this? Oh, higher taxes equal, I said higher taxes don't equal greater services because they simply do not, especially in massive countries like ours. Maybe in very small countries, smaller communities, towns and cities, you can be more reliant on where you know taxes are going to be going because it's easier to audit your local city, your local jurisdiction, than it is to audit the federal government. You see the problem there? This directly goes back to Nassim Taleb. You know, Nassim Taleb has talked, has made very good points about it's easier to macro bullshit than micro bullshit. And that's what's at stake here, right? If when you are relying on federal government money or a, a, a state as big as California, when they're taxing your money, you don't know where it's going. When you live in a city of 20 million people, that's a gigantic county. I guess there's L.A. County. Where's your money going? Well, nobody knows. It's a big county. It's huge, whatever. Well, anyway, so what I've come to realize is this. To take it away from the, you know, the, the efficiency of government, one issue fundamentally, I think, with left-wingers is since I think a lot of them are very atheistic um, – and I do believe most of them look at the state as God. They would never admit it. They would never admit it, right? But they look at the state as God. Why, you know, if, if God could just take my money and if God taking my money could rescue these people, then that's what I would like to see. I would like to see God, the government God, come down from the sky and I will pray to the government gods. I will tithe to the government gods. They will take my money. And as a result, people will no longer run into problems with health insurance. Now, do I think that the federal government has things they need to do in order to make um, – to in order to improve health insurance? Absolutely. Absolutely, especially because if you go through the history of the uh, health insurance in America, it's the federal government who has made a lot of problems. And it's not just the federal government. It's the medical community as well. And you've got to do a lot of research, but I listened to a couple really good podcasts about how the health insurance system in America came about, and it's very complex. And it's not as it, – there is no simple solution because it's a, it's a system that has evolved for – many decades, many, many decades. Um, and I don't mean three, four decades. I mean, I've, I've listened to how things used to be in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and it goes back probably, I think, to the, uh, to the 20s maybe, 20s and 30s is when um, we started seeing massive changes in government and insurance and how companies started offering insurance. And, you know, but anyway, these, these systems... The government has caused, the national government has caused a lot of problems with health care, and I don't know as much about the issue as others or as much as I'd like to, but I think it's so funny and simple and ironic that a that these that people are like, oh, just I'll just give more money to the government. I'll just make more sacrifices to my gods, and they will make these problems go away. Right. Instead of looking at the national government and demanding that um, they do that, they fix some kind of problem, not just increase taxes, but fix a fucking problem instead of just say, oh, we're just going to tax the wealthy because that's not what happens. The wealthy get away from paying taxes.
Now, I also want to touch on something interesting here. These dumb, wealthy elites, these foolish, wealthy elites like Ethan Klein at the H3 Podcast and many others. You know, I don't want to call him an elite, but he's wealthy. You know, I wouldn't say he's an elite, but he's wealthy enough that he's able to stay away from a lot of mainstream, regular-ass people. Now, he, I, know he, he, I know him and his wife, they built themselves up, and I can't take them down from that. They've done a lot of hard work, and they continue to work hard to this day. All right, so I can't bust them on their, their work ethic. But as um, what's interesting here is this. Ethan Klein is somebody who doesn't like Trump. He thinks Trump is an idiot. They regularly make fun of Trump supporters, which is so funny, right? It's so funny that these people, that a lot of these, these left-wingers, they'll sit there and they'll make fun of Trump supporters – They'll make fun of Trump supporters who are already made fun of nationally and internationally every day. Okay, They'll just pile on like they're some kind of rebels. They'll just pile on because they're so brave. He'll pile on to to kicking Trump supporters and how bad the government is. Then he'll turn around and say, well, why don't we just have higher taxes? I love this. I love this about, about Democrats, right? They say that every problem can be fixed with government, but at the same time, at the same time, they lose their mind over Trump. And I would honestly say that is one reason why they lose their mind over Trump. See, Democrats and left-wingers are so obsessed with government action. They're so obsessed with government function as opposed to individuals, as opposed to letting individuals and small businesses and and people work their things out. Instead of trying to let us figure shit out for ourselves, everything has to be government action because the government is God. The government is God, right? Think about this. Think about this, what they do. So they say on the one hand, Democrats will say, we need higher taxes. And then they'll say, Trump is a dictator. We need higher taxes. Trump is a dictator. Raise taxes on me. So I want my dictator president to take away my money. No, that's not what they mean. See, what they really want is total control of the government at all times. And when I say total control, I mean they want the right person in the White House at all times. That's what they want. See, when you have to have the government do everything, then you cannot when, – when, go, when government is your god, then the government cannot be somebody you don't want it to be. It cannot have people in it that you don't want to have in it. And I would argue that is part of the problem with left-wingers, with, liberal, with the liberal types, right? That's one problem with the liberal types. Sorry, I'm drinking some coffee here. But that's a hu- – and that's a huge flaw. That's a gigantic flaw in their reasoning, right? Oh, hey, we don't believe in God. We believe in government. This is a Democrat speaking. We don't believe in God. We believe in government. We believe in government that they can do everything that needs to be done. Big government God, big government Jesus, big government Allah is going to come down from the sky, and he's going to save us. And big government God is going to give us health care. All big government God needs to do is take money from the rich people and give it to us poor people, like the government God Robin Hood. That's what the government God's going to do. 
Oh, but wait a minute. If this person becomes president, he will corrupt government God and turn government God into devil God. You see how this, 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 you see this, I, I'm making a joke, but at the same time, this is how these people view it. A lot of these liberals, left-wing types, and I'm not saying you've got to be a Christian or you have to be religious. I am not a very religious person. However, it is, um, I would like to briefly go on a tangent here. Uh, there was a great conversation between Dennis Prager and somebody else, and I believe this to be the case. And there's other people that I follow online that have a similar viewpoint as me. Um, and that is the society needs – our society needs religion. Most people need religion. And I don't mean like religion I, – I mean like active religion. Most people need to be affiliated with a religious organization. They need to be able to follow some kind of rules about the religion. Um, they need that. Most people do. It is a very small minority of people who – are willing to kind of live without the religion, but also still b follow most of the precepts of the religion because you understand how even if this religion isn't true, how society will fall apart if people drop everything altogether and run. So I believe that that's the category I fall into. Right, I am very much in an I don't know kind of mind frame when it comes to um, certain things in the Bible or you know Christianity things like that. But at the same time, I try to live by those as best I can in the secular situation I find myself in. And you know, I, I guess I don't try my best, but I do try. And at the same time, I recognize their importance. Right, I do recognize their importance. So. Um, the but you know most liberals and democrats they are they're totally uh, off that train right they'll what happens is is once you stop believing in a god and you say oh believing in god religion is foolish it's all about humans it's all about man it's all about us once you cross that rubicon it's very difficult to then start to figure out why do you act ethically why should i act ethically why should I not steal from my neighbor? Why should I not hurt my family members when there's no moral repercussions, when there's no after-death repercussions, right? And as a result of that, they have to create new, a new moral compass, and that moral compass is what we see social justice. The new moral compass is that no longer is uh, what you learned in the Bible as being evil, right? Remember the Ten Commandments? Those were evil, you know, uh, or disobeying the Ten Commandments was evil. Like, um, I don't remember all of them. In fact, I don't remember much of them. But the Ten Commandments would be a great way to look at how Jude, uh, Jews and Christians would orient themselves about good and evil. Whereas when you abolish that, when you abolish those ideas from your thinking, when you abolish those from your head, when you're no longer using those as your compass, what do you have? What do you have left? Well, now you can make up whatever you want as your moral compass. Now, in reality, you cannot, but you can pretend for a while until your whole fucking society comes crashing down. And once you pretend, you can make all kinds of shit up. Like, oh, really, the biggest problem, the biggest evil is not murder or doing something bad to somebody. It's racism. That's really the biggest evil.
Now I want to move on a little bit um, and discuss how liberals and liberalism, um, I, I'm understanding more and more how liberals, even classical liberals, such as I would have put myself in that category, but how that has helped to bring about the destruction of what we see in our society and our culture. So a classical liberal has been somebody that who um, extols the virtues of the Enlightenment, um, things like reason and um, things along that line, right? Reason, human rights, these types of ideas. And they're, they're not bad ideas. The problem is, is they're not strong enough in the face of adversity. They're not strong enough. And I want to point to something very interesting here. Um, so Dr. Drew, uh, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts that have Dr. Drew in them. He's a very, he's a very smart guy. Um, but what's interesting is that him and another comedian, I, I want to talk about the insanity here and how people, because they're so scared to admit that Trump is probably who we need to elect, because they're so scared to admit that they were wrong, that their ideas about government have been wrong, right? The liberals lost, guys. The Democrats lost, right? Look at New York and California. Those, those states are in ruin. They've lost. The whole, the la my entire life, people were shouting from New York and California saying, look, we're Democrats and we're better than you. We're better than you Republicans. You guys are stupid. You're clutching your guns in your Bible and you're dumb. That's what they would say. Meanwhile, when the country is going through an economic depression and a pandemic, the, the liberal strongholds are dead. And now everyone's going to the red states. So, the, so, uh, so it has, hey, as far as I'm concerned, case closed. Democrats lost. Liberals lost. They've, they're done. They've lost. Now, they'll never admit this. But here's part of the reason why they lost. This is their reasoning. This is their perverted-ass reasoning. So, I'm listening to a podcast uh, with Dr. Drew on your mom's house. It's really funny. It's, it's, it's nasty as well. Um, like, they talk about a lot of nasty stuff. But... He has talked a lot about, Dr. Drew talks a lot about how we need a rational revolution. Him and one of the co-hosts they talk about, we need a rational revolution to combat this social justice warrior bullshit, right? He's, you know, they talk about this. Then at the same time, at the same time, he turns around in one of his podcasts and talks about how whatever somebody wants to identify as, they will accept it. He will accept it. Oh, whatever gender you want to identify as, I'll accept it. That's what he basically says. And I want to say, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop right there. You cannot be in favor of rationality and at the same time accept, accept that there are 40 different genders. You can't do it. That is anti-rational behavior. You cannot do it. You cannot fucking sit there and say, oh, if some, you know, somebody identifies as astral gender and this, that, and the other, a bunch of people are just making up genders. Making up genders, oh, I'm weird, non-binary, extra crispy, you know, extra crispy with uh, chocolate sauce. That's what I identify as. It's fun in games as a joke, right? On, an, on a micro level, on an individual basis, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey... Um, I don't want anybody to know this, but I, you know, identify as this. Could you please call me this? That's one thing, right? And even then, that's cause for concern. 
if somebody comes up to me and they've got uh, blue hair or strawberry blonde hair and they walk up to me and they start telling me that, um, you know, they identify as, um, uh, as like a gender queer pansexual something they want to be, they want to be called Z's or Zim, I am going to assume that they have a mental disability. No, I mean, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's that, but that's exactly correct. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to be rude and an asshole to their face, but I'm not going to accept, depending on how crazy it is, I may or may not accept that. If I think the person needs some help, then I might go, oh, okay, okay. But then I might be like, look, you might need to go see somebody about this or like, look, I don't agree with what you are trying to say you identify as because this is not a, this is not valid. This is not a valid way to go about the world. We all, the thing is this. If you want to use rationality, we all know what the genders meant. We all know this shit, guys. We all know it already. We already understand what was going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I was a kid, there's mostly boys, there's mostly girls. And guess what? You've got all kinds of people on that spectrum of boy and girl. There are feminine boys. There are more masculine boys. There's skinny boys. There's fat boys. There's boys that like to do weird shit and boys that like to do other kinds of weird stuff. But generally speaking, boy was like a non-scientific way to say that person has a penis. That was pretty much how it has been used for most of society. Same thing with girl. Same thing with girl. Girl was basically a shorthand, non-scientific way of saying this person has a vagina, or we think this person has a vagina. That is, and we all knew that. We all knew that. There were guys that liked to dress up like women. There were girls that liked to dress up like men. And but guess what? That it keeps everything relatively clear and clean. You know, if you have, if you abide by these basic understandings that we all have then you can play with them you can play with the boundaries of them you see what i'm saying oh i'm a guy i'm a boy but you know what i like doing now this isn't me but somebody could say oh i'm a guy but i like to you know go to these weird clubs and do weird things okay that's okay but you're still a guy you're still a guy or you could say, I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, uh, dresses up like a dog on the weekends. That doesn't mean you're a dog, right? You identify as a dog or an alien doesn't mean you're a dog or an alien. This is one reason why the radical leftists have to get rid of things like sex. Because, and I don't mean sexual intercourse, which they probably will try to abolish, but I mean male and female. See, it was originally gender. It was originally gender, and then they moved on to male and female because we uh, because guess what? It was easy. the The problem is the left wingers. Um, there was an easy solution to the gender situation. Okay, you don't want to be a boy or a girl, then we'll just call people male or female. No, no, no. You can't use male or female. That's sexist. Uh, what? That's not sexist. That's transphobic. Maybe there's a male that identifies as a female. Well, but there's still a. Uh, they're still a male. Well, yeah, no, they're a female now. No, 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 no. You just told me that gender is not sex, but now you're telling me that sex is also fluid? That's what they're trying to do, right? This is what they're trying to do. And so 
This is what I'm talking about. When, I, when somebody like Dr. Drew says, you know, he's a, he's a liberal type. He is a de- classical Democrat. He's a Democrat in the, in the way the Democrats were 10 or 15 years ago. He is an example of why we are where we are today. Because Democrats and softy progressive liberals are so obs- were so obsessed with tolerance over having some kind of value and structure, they're so obsessed with tolerance and accepting everybody that they allowed the Trojan horse of social justice to take over the entire left wing. And what's funny is, is they're confused. Like Democrats and progressives like Brett Weinstein, they're, they're fucking confused. They don't understand it. They don't understand how being a quote-unquote progressive for the last 40 years has essentially meant tearing down all of the uh, foundations that helped build up society. And then they go, well, I don't understand how it got this way. I don't understand how we got to the point where I'm being chased around my university for talking about biology when I voted for Democrats and I lived in an extremely left-wing place. Oh, maybe it's because maybe it's because the party you voted for, Brett, Mr. Weinstein, maybe the party that you voted for has been pushing the envelope so far left for so many years that you just didn't see a problem with it until it came for you. Until it came for you. Now, it's funny because, you know, people like to make fun of, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, I am not a hardcore, um, like, I, I don't identify as I'm a conservative. But when I say that, what I mean is, like, I am conservative. As in, I, my values and things are, um, you know, relatively more traditional not extremely just relatively more traditional um and that i do think you need to have some laws i do think you need to have some respect for you know certain you know for your previous generations and there's you know we shouldn't just let everything fly because we see what happens when uh that's the rule so these these left wing types like Dr. Drew and all these people they will they and the thing is is that they won't admit they lost they'll say that we need rationality and then they'll sit there and bang the gavel and say we need rationality and then they'll sit there and say but I'll accept your genders I'll accept your pronouns hey at least be consistent If you're going to say that you accept all 500 pronouns, at least admit that you really don't – you don't care for rationality. Just admit it. You don't care about rationality. You care more about – your value isn't about – you don't have – your highest value is now about tolerance, right? Tolerance became so important to the left. Tolerance became so important to the left that it has totally flipped on itself. It's like what we saw with uh, mass immigration. Same kind of deal, right? People became so, oh, we need to accept every other, we need to accept all types of, of religions and things like that. No, no, I understand. Look, if you're from a different religion, you should be able to practice that here in the United States. I don't have a problem with that. But we do have a problem when you can't make a joke about a particular religion without them trying to come out and kill you. Like when people have Draw Muhammad cartoon contests or whatever. Now, see, that's a problem. You know, that's an issue. Anyway, 
Um, that's an important part that I think a lot of people are overlooking in this war, this cultural war that we're having, is that the, a lot of the people that got us here are people that are moderates. But what a moderate liberal means, a moderate Democrat, is somebody who is basically allows insanity to occur be, until it goes too far. And then they go, well, how did that happen? That's basically, a moderate Democrat is basically somebody who was like, hey, you know what, if somebody wants to, you know, run around with their, hey, remember, it's so interesting because I am not, I don't have a problem, you know, with um, people doing whatever they want in private, right? Like, you know, um, I really don't have a big problem with gay marriage, uh, but I do understand the problems with it. I do understand the potential issues with it. And I want to say that I like when you have celebrations of like non-normal behavior too much within the society and it keeps going and going and going, you see what happens, right? Like I totally understand now why people were weirded out by like gay pride parades. And well, okay, well so now you know, you've got the, uh, you know, gay marriage has become a thing. Now that gay marriage is a thing, now, um, okay, now, if you say anything about gay people now, if you even make a joke, now you're going into social prison. You're going into culture prison. Okay, well, how about trans people now? Okay, well, since now we got gay people, trans people, you know, it's the LGBTQ thing. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans. Not, what's funny is, is that uh, those people are not a monolith. LGBTQ community, there is no LGBTQ community. There is none. They don't exist. It's, it's a fabrication. What I mean by that is there are people who are lesbians, there are gays, there's bisexuals, there's pansexuals, there's whatever. But there is no community. Uh, it's like there's really no such thing as a white or black community. Right? There are so many white people in the country, so many black people in the country living in different circumstances that you can't just say the black community and the white community. But at the same time, that's what people do and that's what they say. And so what I wanted to get at was is that you see how this has transformed. Is that as people started off saying, well, it's just gay people doing what they want. Now we're in a situation where if you call somebody a he who wants to be called a she, then all of a sudden you could lose your job. Do you see how that's happened? Now, if you don't think kids should get, um, should get hormones to change them from a girl to a boy, now all of a sudden that's a problem. Now all of a sudden that's an issue. Because you don't think kids are intelligent enough to decide if they want to destroy their bodies for the rest of their life. Now all of a sudden you're problematic. That's where we are. Anyway, you guys know where to find me. tstutch.com, Facebook, Instagram, Taylor Radio, YouTube, Taylor Stutch, Twitter, tstutch1. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.